Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation. I'm Nikki Cross and I'm jumping in before the episode begins to let you know I made a bit of a mistake. Throughout this episode, I refer to part two of this episode, which will be out next week. Or if you're listening to this in the future, it's the next one after this. And every time I refer to it, I say it's episode 182. It's not. This is episode 182. The next episode is episode 183. So that covered off, that boxed off. Without further ado, let's dive in to today's episode. Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation. I'm Nikki Cross and today I thought I would record an introduction episode to episode 182, which is going to be my birthday episode, it's my birthday, lessons from a 37-year-old business owner. Now, this is completely unintentional, but this will be the third episode that I have recorded of this type. I recorded episode 40, um, which was, it's my birthday, lessons from a 35-year-old business owner. And I recorded episode 92, it's my birthday, lessons from a 36-year-old business owner. Um, So I thought, you know what, I'm going to do another one this year. But Before I do that, I'm going to listen back to episode 40. I'm going to listen back to episode 92 and I'm going to listen out for what I was talking about. What what was I learning in my first year of business as a 35-year-old business owner? What was I learning in the second year of my business as a 36-year-old business owner? And what have I learned this year? That's the next episode coming out after this one. Episode 182 is the lessons that I've learned this year as a 37-year-old business owner. What have I learned? So I've gone back and uh, you are more than welcome to go back and listen to episode 40. You're more than welcome to go back and listen to episode 92. But I have done that. And what I thought is I'd summarize each of the... um, each of the lessons, each of the year's lessons, so that when you listen to the next one, you've sort of got a bit of a story as to where I've been and where I'm at now. So episode 40 was recorded my first real year in business on reflection. And in that episode, I talk about reflecting on quitting my job. So for those of you who don't know, I have been in the learning and development industry, developing people, particularly those in business who are in leadership positions for about, well, for over 18 years now. And in that episode, in number 40, I was talking about the challenges that I had with myself. So in quitting my job, in starting a business, I don't think that anyone quite prepares you (laughs) for the amount of self-doubt that it can expose you to. And I'm talking about my personal experience here, but what I noticed was there were definitely, in listening back to that episode, there were definitely challenges that I was having with myself, but also challenges that I was having about myself because of the projections of other people around me. One thing I can hear on reflection looking back is when I was talking in episode 40 about who I had become, when you own your own business and therefore you, it's almost like you, you do it out loud, particularly if the business that you're running is a service-based business where you are the service provider and therefore there's not a product to hide behind or um, a thing that you can hide behind. It is really you and you are the service deliverer of the thing. Um, it can it can mean that you are the one being visible. You are the one telling the world who you are. A very close friend of mine is banging into marketing. She's really quite a brand um, a brand genius. And she always says to me, Nikki, you either tell the world who you are or they will tell you who you are. 
And that really has stuck with me. And I can hear in episode 40 that I was just learning at that point that that was true. Other people seem to be projecting onto me, you know, what they thought I was and quite surprised about my new identity as a business owner, which was weird to me. I can look back and reflect on it because I always knew who I was. I always knew that I was someone who absolutely adored developing other people, hence my career in learning and development. But when you own this out loud, it sort of challenges people's perception of what that actually looks like. What I think we all like to do is wrap things up in a little box to make it easily understandable um, to make us seem like we fit. And so I can hear myself grappling with me not really fitting. So I was, you know, come from a long experience in leadership development. And I can hear in that episode and in episode 90 that I was starting to really define and come into my own, but really grappling with that. And I also talk in episode 40 about how much the opinions of other people can impact you and the risks and the dangers, particularly in business, of listening to the wrong people. Now, if you want an up-to-date version of my thoughts around this, in episode 180, it's called Who's Supporting You Though? In there, I give you some more up-to-date considerations to make around who is supporting you and who are you listening to? And I think that there's something to be said for when people are in our opinion and in our perception more established, more successful in inverted commas than us, we can often hold their opinion or their ways of doing things as better. Um, I'm sure there's better English for that, but that's where I'll go with. And therefore we can sort of put our opinions about what we think we should do as a lesser priority, as second best to what we're seeing them do. And I actually, I look back on episode 40 and I can hear myself say, you know, it, it impacted me. It, it was risky listening to other people who very much care for me and very much have my best interests at heart, but not really recognizing <laughs> whose influence and opinion I should be listening to for the best, for the best in, um, outcome for me in business. Um, I really do want you to listen to episode 180 there. I talk a lot in that episode. One of the points that I make in there is about the risks of treating your friends and family as business advisors or coaches. So I really would recommend, if you can relate to that, I'd recommend you go and listen to episode 180 after this one. Um, what else? In episode 40, I talk about the risks of looking to others who are more established and successful. I've already covered that. Um, realized that I was right back then about letting the basics. What does that fucking say? Realized that I was right. Oh, I, <laughs> okay. So in episode one, in episode 40, what I, what I can see is what I'm saying there is I realized that I was right about letting the basics uphold your grander ambitions right now. I know what I mean. Sorry about me. So what I can hear myself in episode 40 talking about is there were certain things that I used to do as a fundamental framework and structure to keep my head on, to keep me straight. And it was the basic, the, even things like looking back, it's things I haven't even talked about in that episode, but basic things that you do on a disciplined base, basis to keep you being okay. One of the things that I've learned lately is that we all have 
presumptions about what each other needs to be okay. And it's really fucking easy to look into their world over there. So a friend or a family member or someone on Instagram and think, why, 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 why am I not okay? And they seem to be okay. And I think that we can very easily, particularly in business, we can very easily overlook the basic things that we as a unique individual need to be okay. And I'm talking about like mentally, in terms of your mental health and well-being, to be okay. Like I'm talking here, if you were responsible for yourself as you were a seven-year-old child, are you giving yourself the basic fundamental needs that you need to be okay? Or are you being abusive? It would be neglect to treat a seven-year-old child the way that some of us treat ourselves. And I think that what I can recognize in episode 40 is I was acknowledging and being grateful for the very basic foundational things that I have to do as a unique individual to be mentally okay. And I can really look back and own that. I think probably if I was to talk about this back then, don't think I'd have, I don't think I'd have been able to own that as much without worrying that you guys were going to think, oh my God, she's not okay. Whereas now I actually own that to be, for me to be mentally stable, for me to be mentally okay, and therefore be able to show up for the people that I care about, be able to show up in business. There are fucking basics that I have got to be disciplined in doing to give myself that structure of being okay. And I can hear myself nodding towards that in episode 40. A couple of other things before I move on to summarizing episode 92, which is obviously the year after, is the realization of how much business is like life, how much the outcomes of what you do really fucking directly matter. They directly correlate to your business results. And also in opposition to that, but on the same point, sometimes no matter what you do or don't do, you actually can't control the outcome. So these are two very opposing points, but I can hear them in episode 40 and I can hear myself um, talking about that in that episode where I'm going, right, actually, the inner work is probably the most important work that you can do because in order for you to implement some of the things that you have to do in business for it to be a profitable and sustainable and successful business, like marketing, like accounting, like sales, like all of the things, like customer service and delivery, all the things you have to do in business, they are upheld by your inner beliefs about yourself and your inner ability to carry yourself through the discomfort that can come with having to do some of the things that you have to do in business. And equally alongside that, the realization I was having about also, as well as the thing that you're the things that you're accountable for and responsible for, there's also this op- opposing thing of, and also you cannot be, you cannot control everything. So it's like, <laughs> it's this real pendulum swing moment in episode 40 where you can hear me, sorry about my phone, you can hear me realizing that out loud. Like I'm responsible and also I am completely at the mercy of some of the things that happen that I have no control over whatsoever. Um, And all of it was really signaling and signifying to me at that time that it is the inner work that's the important stuff for me because no matter what I have to do and how I need to be responsible for the outcomes of my business. I also need to be, I need to surrender to the discomfort that can come with things not going your way or things completely sideswiping you that you could never have expected coming, you know? Um, And then lastly, 
saying yes to the right things and no to the wrong. I can hear myself in episode 40, recognizing in that first year of business that where you pay your attention, and my God, like I've spoken about this so much lately. So just in case you're listening to this way in the future, we're now two years on from that and I'm still talking about the same shit. And it's because it's important. Where you pay your attention will pay you back. It's so important that I'm hearing myself learn out loud what I was saying yes to in terms of where I place my time, my energy, my attention and saying yes to the right things and no to the wrong things. It's so important in business and I can hear myself learning it then. It's so important to be discerning and in, in order for you to be discerning, you have to know where you're headed and you have to stay really strong in your resolution of where you're headed and not be swayed by that. That's what people mean when they say, stay in your own own lane. You have to be so focused sometimes so that you don't get dissuaded by saying yes to the wrong things and no to the right things and vice versa, so that you know that you're paying your attention to the right things, the right things as in for your growth for your well-being and for your business success. So that's a that's a summary and a wrap up of episode 40. As I say, you're more than welcome to go ahead and listen to it, but I just wanted to give you this as a bit of a summary so that you didn't have to if you don't want to. Then roll on a year later. So in episode 92, what I can hear that I was learning about. So this is a really funny one because I recorded this episode off the back of having an experience in Cornwall where I went to a surf lesson. And it's so obvious to me now looking back, like that experience in the sea, trying to learn to surf just gave me so much ammunition and so much lessons around how much the uncontrollable environment of the sea is exactly like business. It is is exactly like business. I can remember the discomfort that I was in learning to surf. I still can't, by the way. And I suppose that's that's such a, a metaphor for business. Like I'm still navigating the seas. You know, we all are. And anyway, in episode 92, I can hear what I was learning about in terms of uncertainty in business. And I can hear that I was learning about being aware of your inner chatter when shit's going down and being conscious of what you're experiencing and taking ownership of how you're experiencing your current reality. This is where I think that surf experience is very similar to my experience in business. When things are happening to you and around you in business, it can be really easy to subjectively consume your reality and place meaning on what you're experiencing that isn't true. It's not the truth. It's not the whole truth. A lot of what we experience, particularly in business, we cast our own stories onto. So as an example, let me just, that's that can sound really cryptic and it's really not. Maybe you are a photographer and you've sent out some, you've had a consultation call with a potential client and you've sent them a proposal for what the work would look like and they just don't get back to you. And the story that you could tell yourself is they're ghosting me. And that might not be true. Now it might be partly true in that factually they haven't come back to you and therefore they could be factually not responding to you. But I think that when we place our stories so quickly 
usually from our own insecurities, when we place our stories on our external reality, it can make us make it mean something. Oh, well, they're ghosting me and they're probably ghosting me because I'm not good enough. They're ghosting me and they're probably ghosting me because I'm too expensive and I'm not worthy of that. And I think it's so easy to project our own um, experiences and our own insecurities onto the reality that we're experiencing. And in episode 92, you can hear me talk about the importance of taking ownership of how you're experiencing your reality in business. Um, I also talk about, you know, needing to make decisions in there. Like I, I can hear myself in the second year of business, really taking ownership around how I price myself um, how I position myself. And on the, on the note of pricing, I actually can hear on reflection me trying to make the group space that I was running at the time, the Thrive First Method, which is still going by the way, um, but the doors are closed right now. You can't join it. You can sign up to wait, but you can't join it at the moment. Um, but I can hear myself at that time, you know, saying, you know, I really want to make it as affordable as I possibly can. And actually, I sort of di- I sort of disagree with that now, looking back. I think that I had good intentions trying to make things affordable, but what I can see now in business, and again, in a year's time, I might disagree with this again because we're all growing and evolving all of the time, but actually when you try and build your service to make it the most affordable thing you can possibly make, as opposed to prioritizing the delivery method and the way that you're going to deliver and facilitate this service to have the best outcome for your clients might not mean it's the most affordable option. I think I prioritize that a lot more now. Like I look at myself as a business owner at nearly 37, which is when I'm recording this. And actually the way that I build my services now is I look at, I forget about price at the beginning and I'm like, right, what would be the best outcome, the best way for me to facilitate this result that I'm promising? And what I think going about it this way does is it means that you don't try and pack everything into it. It means that you don't try and flesh it out and make it worth its price or make it as affordable as possible. But instead, it's really powerful because it means that actually you're not coming from a place of trying to justify the value of something or trying to make it you know, as worthy of the price as you possibly can, or as affordable, as accessible to everyone as as it possibly can be. I'll talk about that in a sec. Instead, you're saying, what would be of the highest service? And now I've got that, let me see what that would be viable in terms of pricing that accordingly. That's how I go about things now. Um, and just on the on just on the point of accessibility, that's why I offer so much for free. That's why I pour literally people around me, like people who are really close to me, they still can't see why I pour so much into the inner work conversation, into this podcast. I give away so much of my best stuff for free because for me, what I've what I've recognized is some of the deepest work that you can do isn't the learning, it's not the workshops, it's not the books, it's not the consumption, it's the actual work. And so you will find me bringing things to the inner work conversation like episode 180, where I'm going, here's a list of questions. Fucking 
explore them and tell me, contact me and tell me what came out of that. Like episode 111, like episode 105, all of these episodes that I'm telling you about, 105, 111, 180, they're all episodes where I'm giving, I'm giving, I'm giving to help you go away and do that self-reflection because I know that it's a win-win. If you do that work and you benefit from it, you are getting something from that without having to pay me to work with me. And that is amazing for the people who literally cannot financially afford to. But for those of you who can, I know that by you going away and doing that work, you are going to be in a better position so that I can work with you from a different foundational level by the time you get to me. So it's a win-win. And therefore, I don't really price and position my actual services as the most affordable things now. And I can hear back in 92, in episode 92, I can hear back the way that I wasn't quite um, as confident in myself back then, um, which was really interesting for me to listen back to actually. And then the last thing uh, that I can hear in episode 92 was the discomfort of being a beginner. And I think that that discomfort of being a beginner is something that I have surrendered to now absolutely like a hundred percent I think that if you're in business and if regardless of whether you own your own business or whether you are just very autonomous in the position that you're in in a business that you work for I do think that there is something very valuable about considering yourself to be a beginner I feel like I am a baby and a master all at the same time. I feel like I've got so much experience and knowledge and skill at this point and mastery. You know, I have really poured into myself and therefore into my business over the last three years and and over my career. And I know that there's a certain level of mastery that I carry now that I didn't previously because I've experienced what I've experienced. At the same time, I feel like I also know nothing. Does that make sense? It's like, I feel like I know so much and I'm able in so many ways. And also I'm right at the beginning. And I feel like that peace that I've made with the feeling that comes with being a beginner, it really destructs a part of your ego that wants to say, no, I'm, I know things and (laughs) I'm skillful. And I think that it really can fuck with your brain for a little bit around, owning the fact that you can be a beginner and also run a successful and profitable business. You can, it, there's duality, right? You can be both. It is fine. And being in that place means that you sort of stop trying to prove yourself as much. I feel that. I feel that quite deeply. Um, but yeah, being a beginner, the fucking discomfort of <laughs> I can hear myself grappling with that in episode 92. It's quite funny. So in summary, anyway, before you go ahead and listen to the next episode, 182, um, listen, I, I feel like I realize there's lots of growth, lots of growth. But what I also acknowledge in 40 and 92 and in 182 that I'm about to go and record in an hour or so, I feel like it just solidifies to me that this work that I do Having been through what I've been through personally in the past couple of years, it's not been an easy ride for me personally, like in my personal life, nor is it for many of us, by the way, Um, not um, saying I'm special in that way, but just talking from my personal experience here, I can recognize the power of my own work because I've had to take my own medicine. 
I have had to do my own work. I have had to recognize that there is more to learn from making moves and making mistakes than there is from holding back and hypothetically doing things. Like I just, I feel like there is so much value in allowing yourself to experience the things that you're scared of experiencing. And I feel like it shows, to be honest. Like I, I, I stand before you, <laughs> a woman with scars, literal scars, <laughs> but also scars in my emotional world and scars in my business acumen that have come from making mistakes, that have come from learning lessons out loud. And those scars, I see them as beautiful marks on me because they are the, they signify what I had to put myself through in order to learn and in order to grow. And what I'm not saying there is you have to suffer and sacrifice, but what I am saying there is there's no shame and there's, um, yeah, there's no shame in learning as you go. There's no shame in learning out loud that just because you've got a title, right? Just because other people might pedestal you or you've got this title, it doesn't mean that you aren't allowed to evolve and grow. It doesn't mean that you have to pretend that you've got all your shit together or that you are more ahead or evolved than you really feel like you are. There's so much strength in allowing yourself to evolve out loud. There's so much strength in allowing yourself to learn and grow through your experiences. And to be honest, I personally have found more business success in by way of traditional, you know, business metrics like revenue and things like that. Um, I found more success there in allowing myself to make mistakes than I have holding back in order to avoid making mistakes. So I hope that please take that because I hope that that inspires you to, to step forward into the things that you feel like you can't do because you probably can. It's, you know, in your mind, things are a lot scarier than they are when you, there's, there's things that I've been through in the past three years that if you'd have told me I was about to experience them, I would have done everything in my power to not. <laughs> but once you're through the other side of them, if you can just hang on in there and support yourself accordingly, so important, support yourself accordingly. If you can hang on in there, you will find there's so much gold in the experiences that are so uncomfortable. And I really hope that that serves you today. So head on into episode 182 when it comes out. If you're listening to this in the future, I hope that this has been a good summary for you. Please, as always, never forget, I really am always cheering you on. And I really do hope that you are cheering you on too.